1: Good evening, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, I'm sorry for the coughing. My, (laughs) I just took a sip of water and it went down the wrong pipe. I am so sorry. So annoying when that happens, don't you think? (laughs) Anyway, it is a joy to be here with you tonight as it is most Sunday evenings. Um, I thank you for your indulgence uh, last Sunday I just didn't have it in me. I needed to have a day of being still. And um, and so I gifted myself a day of no technology last Sunday. Um, and I, I know that for so many of us right now, the energy is so chaotic and can wreak havoc with how we're feeling physically. It can wreak havoc with how we are feeling emotionally. It can wreak havoc with how we are able to process thoughts and, and process information. So that's the mental level. And sometimes it affects our ability to be connected spiritually to what we believe in as our source. And when that happens, sometimes you just need to do like a computer reboot, you know, you need to just back it up and take a day. And I invite you all to consider doing that from time to time as you feel intuitively guided to do so. So tonight we're going to talk about, because of what's been going on with so many people and the energy of the three eclipses that just completed um, last night was the third eclipse, the lunar eclipse on the full moon. And I hope that you are able to move through these last few weeks with a modicum of grace and ease. But if you are like a lot of people that I have spoken to or received messages from, and myself as well, intermittently, have been challenged with all of this energy, believe me, I empathize with you. It has been an interesting time. There was an interesting interpretation uh, channeling from Patty Coborobus um, that that I found to be interesting. One of my colleagues shared the email with me, and and it spoke so much about in that this was you know this is the Fourth of July weekend for those of us in the United States, um, our Independence Day and. And, um, or the birthday of the United States of America, shall we say? And, and independence is, is an interesting energy and dynamic. And, and Patty was sharing from a spiritual perspective how the United States, when it was created that many years ago in the 1700s, that there was an opportunity based on the charter that was being created, which became our constitution, that this was to be a country of unity. So many came seeking religious freedom, freedom of choice, and so many other things. And and yet the structure of who we were at that time was anything but a unified collective of human beings. And equality was definitely not part of the picture for everyone. And so Patty's interpretation of the energies of these eclipses, particularly this lunar eclipse, as I was reading this information, which touched my heart, is that the energy that was present at the time of the founding of this country, is re-entering, recycling, it is present again in order for us to have another opportunity with the support of all that is holy to each and every one of us and beyond to create that human Unified field of consciousness that supports the creation of a loving community of people, a heart centered community of people, a community of people that are here and are interested only in being compassionate, cooperative sharing in a sense of core equality, not a contrived theoretical experience, but one that is valid and true for everyone. And so I wanted to share that because um, if you are interested in Patty's um, additional thoughts, I always believe that Whatever it is that we're experiencing individually is but the microcosm of the whole, which is the macrocosm. And the macrocosm is all of humanity, including Mother Earth. So whatever you're struggling with, imagine that that is a struggle that is mirrored in the collective of humanity. We cannot solve our problems the way that we always have. You know, every once in a while, a client will say to me, well, this is the way that I've always done it. And sometimes I will say to them, and how is that working for you? Clearly, this is not working for us. Whatever it is that we have been doing is not working. We must approach our health, our wellness as individuals, as human beings, as communities, as families, as friends, as businesses, as, as a country, with all of its different systems of health um, care and economic care and the judicial system, political system, it must all change in some way, shape, or form so that it acknowledges all of us, as equal contributors to both the good and the bad that we all experience. Because until we can see and be in this experience as a community of equal beings, the core issues that we're challenged with at this time will continue. And so I invite you to consider that where we begin with it is in our own hearts. When we recognize that we are but one energy, one light, however you perceive it or whatever you believe about it, if we keep remembering that we're not separate as much as the illusion of being separate says that we are, then we trust and know that we are all in this together. And what is your pain is my pain. And what is my pain is yours. And if we work collectively to resolve the root causes of our mutual pain, then we are able to find solutions that will work for all of us. And always from a place of love, So who we are being in our relationship with ourselves, and I know you've heard me say that ad nauseum probably, but that's the truth. Who we are being in our relationship with ourselves is the most important ingredient to all of this. Because until we take responsibility for who we're being in, how we're treating ourselves, how we're speaking to and of ourselves, how we are behaving with ourselves, how we treat others. Consciously or unconsciously, it matters not. We must take responsibility for everything that we see, sense, feel, hear, and know. Not because of a sense of guilt, but because that's how it works. That's how we are powerfully able to support the entire collective, of humanity it's simple and yet it's not easy but it is simple and the more simple we make the experience of being human the easier it is for us to actually be human in a loving way in our relationship with ourselves first and with others So tonight, I wanted to talk again about Ho'oponopono, but I wanted to share with you from a little bit of a different perspective tonight. Ho'oponopono, for those of you that are unfamiliar with it, is an ancient Hawaiian process of forgiveness and reconciliation or atonement. It is a very powerful tool that is ancient beyond our knowing of how many years. The, Hawaiian's cult, the Hawaiian culture is 2,500 some odd years old. But I am told through Channel that the process itself of Ho'oponopono is tens of thousands of years old. Shared from one generation to the next, from the indigenous cultures forward, to the ancient Hawaiians, to our current time. Now, my teacher was Dr. Hulen, E. Haleakala Hulen, and his teacher was Morna Simeona, a beautiful um, uh, Hawaiian kahuna, who declared her knowing at age three, the story goes. And she has a statement, and then I'm going to share a story with you. Um, there is a statement that she has made that's available to everyone, and it is, quote, If we can accept that we are the sum total of all past thoughts, emotions, words, deeds, and actions, and that our present lives and choices are colored or shaded by this memory bank of the past, then we begin to see how a process of correcting or setting aright can change our lives our families, and our society, end quote. This is a quote from Morna Nalamaku Simeona. Um, I wish she was still in a body, but she has left us a rich legacy of wisdom about Ho'oponopono and how it can be utilized as a powerful tool of healing for all of us of all ages, of all religious um, dogmatic beliefs, of all races, of all generations. It's a simple prayer. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Or just I love you or just thank you. But what I found when I studied Ho'oponopono a couple of years ago Although I had been offering this within healing sessions whenever I was guided to, I had never studied it until a couple of years ago. And it was through the studying of it and understanding the, mecha- the mechanics of it that it made so much more sense to me. And for many of us, that left brain need to know is, is still very much a part of us and helps us to hold a different space with ourselves when we are adopting new ways of being. I hope that that makes sense. And so I want to share a story with you as to why I keep referring to Ho'oponopono here on the show. And if you've been a client of mine, you know, even if you've done a 30 minute um, complimentary heart healer session, you know that it's going to come up in the conversation. And And this is, This is why I'm going to share with you a short story. I'll give you the abbreviated version because it it is quite a story, but I want you to get the best flavor of it so that you can really understand why this is so important to me that I share this with you and that we talk about this each week. And that when you ask a question for uh, during our, our live reading segment, that invariably I will offer you a clearing statement that is a Ho'oponopono clearing statement, because I trust and know that if you use it, it will help you because I know that it has helped me. So I had PTSD from childhood, and I'm not going to go into the details of that because I don't think that that's a pertinent. What is pertinent, however, is that a couple of years ago it was triggered um, big time. And to the point that I had really thought that I had healed this issue. And I was so um, taken aback and so traumatized by the, the reactivation of it, that my energy field was so disrupted, it was impossible to hold a ground without having uh, colleagues working on me. I had one colleague that worked on me a little bit every day for a month and then periodically for the next eight months until I had, um, had Ho'oponopono come into my life as a course of study and review. And what I found was that every time I was again, triggered. I would finally have this energy field that is me. It would be the integrity of it would be back in its place. I would feel grounded. I would feel able to to do the work that I'm here to do and something else would happen. From the source of where the PTSD came from, it would get triggered and I would feel like I'm back at ground zero again. Even though intellectually I know that I'm not, the feeling of it It feels like you've you've gained nothing from all the work that you've done, but you have to trust and know that everything that you have ever done to address, address any issue that you've had is always valuable and worthwhile, even if the issue resurfaces, because if the issue resurfaces, it resurfaces so that you can be presented with it from the perspective of who you have evolved into. You are not the same person that you were the last time the issue surfaced. And so don't question that all the work you've been doing hasn't has been for naught. It hasn't been. You've learned everything that you've needed to learn from every process that you've chosen, every technique you've chosen, every practitioner you've worked with. It's all been worthwhile. But there's probably just an ingredient, another aspect of it that you need to be able to look at with different eyes, with a different heart connection. And so for eight months, I was dealing with this, not necessarily fabulously, I must admit, but I was functioning. And being an empath, it, it was just another layer of trauma to deal with that was, I was struggling with it to be honest with you and then it was Christmas week and my back went out in a different area than it normally does or did in the past, it was the mid back area and I had vertigo and I could not get in to see my acupuncture physician who I adore who I trust with my life and um, I just there was just no way to get in. And then it was New Year's weekend and she was out of town and it it just it didn't happen. And I trust and know that it all unfolded exactly as it was supposed to. So I started feeling better um, towards that Friday right before New Year's weekend and hadn't been on the Internet all week. And I was sitting at the kitchen table and Looking at Facebook and seeing if, you know, if there were any messages that um, I could respond to, um, because I do love reaching out to people through Facebook and and other social media platforms. And there was the certification program for Ho'oponopono that so many of you have seen and have taken advantage of. And I sat there and I said, okay, I can do this. And I sat at my kitchen table and I listened to the first couple of videos that were, all of the coursework is like the sum total of two weekend workshops with E. Haleaka Len and Joe Tally, but mostly E. Haleaka Hulen is the teacher. And he is famous worldwide for his work as a PhD psychologist at the Hawaii State Hospital on the criminal unit. You can Google that on YouTube or search it on YouTube and get all the information you need about it from that. We're not going to go into the details of it here, you know, tonight on the show. But when I listened to the second one, I realized being someone who has been doing energy healing work for 25 years, I realized that this work was going for the root cause, the, the quantum signature, that is the issue, that is the problem, the cause for the problem. And I'm sitting there and I'm going, hmm. And I used a few four-letter words. And I'm going, well, isn't that interesting? Well, I can do that. I mean, I know what this is. So I turned the, the video off and I sat there and I put my hands on my my back and I uncrossed my ankles and knees and I closed my eyes and I Started to breathe into and out of my heart center. And I said the following prayers I said, To whatever memories are in me that are the cause of my back pain and vertigo, that I am to atone for, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love 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 you. I'm so sorry for whatever I did to create you. I don't have a clue. I don't know how I caused it. I don't know all that's connected to it. Please forgive me for all that I did to create you because I really, I don't know. And thank you, divine creator, God, great spirit, for clearing every fiber of light that is connected to the cause for this back pain. I am so grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I sat there and repeated this for about an hour kind of moved into a meditative state. And in an hour, my friends, the pain was gone. And it never came back, that particular pain. Because as I said, that was not a typical back complaint for me. Being a nurse for a very long time working in clinical nursing, we, we weren't taught great body mechanics as a student. And so I hurt my back many, many, many years ago. And so every once in a while, it, it reactivates you know. But this was different. The vertigo took a a few days to, to shift. But what I understood from this experience and why it was so profound for me was that it was so simple. Not a complicated process, not a lot of words, just almost like creating a mantra of, of the four words, four phrases, shall we say, of I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, or just using I love you, or just using thank you repeatedly. Go with how it feels for you. And every day I started adding this to my way of being. Now the issue that was the source of the trauma was childhood PTSD, and it is related to a family member. And this family is still in a body which is why I'm very protective of going into too much detail but I will tell you that my relationship with this person was about 90 some percent um, challenge at the time that I started doing Ho'oponopono as a way of being and maybe 5 to 10 percent depending upon the day joy and it's a significant relationship and you know, I want all my relationships to be loving and joy-filled. joy-filled. I don't want them to be a source of, of angst for either of us. No matter who the relationship is, it is always my desire to only attract loving relationships and loving people into my life, whether they're clients, family, friends, neighbors, it doesn't matter. It's all the same. I only desire to have loving people in my life. And to be loving with the people in my life, whoever they may be, everyone from the the gentlemen that that collect the trash on Tuesdays and Fridays, you know, to the Amazon people that deliver my packages, you know, I want to be able to pop out and say thank you and and share some love with them with anyone, right. And with everyone started saying this prayer, having studied it now, and I'm understanding how to apply the prayer in different ways that would be very empowering. And I decided, okay, so I'm going to shift this relationship because I was basically told this person will not transition to spirit until whatever it is between us is healed. And when that was first shared with me, you know, from spirit, my first reaction was, are you serious? I have to do this. But then the more I was in the experience of the message, the more I realized that's my human little girl. And the truth is that I am the only one that can do it because I know how. And this is why this is so important and why I want to share this with you because you know how when you study this, when you learn it, when you do it. You can, too. It doesn't take um, any great intelligence. It doesn't take a great deal of time. It takes choice. It takes owning that you are responsible for everything that you experience, even though you have no idea how you create it. That it's just how it works on this dimension. That's all that's required. You can do this, too. And so that was December, and I started saying this prayer to whatever memories are in me that are the cause of suffering for this individual on any and all levels that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Or sometimes I just say, I love you. I love you. I love you. Or thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Whatever I feel guided to say. Within about two weeks, I noticed that there was such a sense of peace that was coming over me. And it was sustainable. That's something that I noticed and felt so grateful for. By April of that year, I want to say to you that the relationship with this person had shifted. Now, this was in four months, right? January, February, March, April, by the end of April, had shifted so much that it had reversed. So, from being 90 some percent a source of challenge and distress, and 5 to 10 percent joy, it was 90 to 95 percent joy, and maybe 5 percent to 10 percent challenge. It was so profound and so obvious, you just couldn't ignore it. And Ho'oponopono was the only thing that I changed, it was the only thing that I did differently. And part of Ho'oponopono is is not engaging in the issue. What I mean by that is it's not trying to figure it out, trying to, and I say trying intentionally because you're never going to figure it out. It was about not asking questions about it, not engaging with it, not not questioning it, not not judging it, just letting it be what it is and in the moment. That something, whatever it was, was uncomfortable, I would simply say to whatever memories are in me that are the cause for this, whatever this is. On any and all levels, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you. End of April, this person actually, who never, if but rarely, was able to say the words, I love you, sat in the middle of their apartment with my entire family and basically said I am so grateful for your help and I love you all and since then it's been quite a while since then the I love you's come more comfortably they're not a hundred percent but they come more often and to me those I love you's are the greatest gifts that I could possibly ask for and I had no expectations Ho'oponopono addresses the memories that reflect from our subconscious mind. As Morna Simeona spoke, if we can accept that we are the sum total of all past thoughts, that, that's past lives, that's past experiences, past moments, back to the beginning of creation, right? Past thoughts, emotions, words, deeds, and actions. And that our present lives and choices are colored or shaded by this memory bank of the past. If we can acknowledge that we are not consciously creating our lives, but a tiny percentage, that 99.99% of what we see, sense, feel, hear, know, and experience is emanating from our subconscious mind. It is not from conscious choice. That's the smaller percentage, which is why when we say I accept responsibility for this, right, or that I'm atoning for this, it's not out of guilt. It's just because that's how it works. There's a book called The User Illusion that basically says that for every 15, that's one five bits of data per second, hold on one sec, that we're consciously aware of, there are... 15 million, let me repeat that, 15 million bits of data per second that are emanating from our subconscious mind. How much do you think we're really conscious of? It's the tiniest percentage. So if we can keep putting into motion the clearing of all that is coming up from memory, from ancestral memory, from generational memory, from memories from three weeks ago to 25 years ago, depending upon how old we are, from universal or collective memory for humanity, back through the generations. If we can just clearing and clearing and clearing and clearing to whatever degree we have the desire and choice that we make to do this prayer, to speak this prayer, to do this process, is the degree to which we benefit from it. An hour, and my pain was gone. Four months, and it significantly shifted a relationship that continues to shift in good ways. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't any moments that are of suffering. There are. It's humanity. It's part of being human. It's not that these these moments occur, it's what do we choose to do about them when we have the conscious awareness that we're in one of those moments? How do we choose to be in this relationship with ourselves as we address whatever the, su- the suffering is? That's the part that is our superhuman power, conscious choice, my friends. There's nothing more powerful than choosing consciously and not only choosing consciously but where we make our choices from. Do we make it connecting to our heart first or do we make it from ego, mind, and personality? That will be a huge determining factor as to the actions that each of us take. This is such a simple yet powerful process, I cannot begin to tell you how valuable it is. And if this speaks to you, for you, for someone you love, for your children, for your grandchildren, for someone that's suffering from an addiction of some kind, you can help. If you want to utilize this prayer to support humanity in general as we are moving through this pandemic, you can use this prayer. It's just a matter of knowing how. I love teaching this. So if you would like to schedule session time with me, I turn away no one because of an inability to pay what I charge. So if my fees are too steep for you to spend an hour with me, then send a message through my computer, through my website at Eileen, not my computer, through my website at Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com. And we'll have a chat. If you're out of the country, we can chat on WhatsApp or through instant messenger. We can do sessions by Zoom. It's all very doable. That's how important this is to me. I feel so um, God-purposed to share this with you because I know how powerful it is. And not just for me, but for how far-reaching the benefits are. And so I invite you to consider it. Be in touch. EileenTheHeartHealer.com forward slash contact. The store is on there. You can look and see what my pricing is for an hour session. It will be my absolute joy and privilege to be of service to you. Also, for um, those of you that have not participated in our monthly New Moon Call, uh, that's a beautiful clearing process we do each month. This is a, a gift from my heart, as is this show each week. Um, The new moon clearing uh, for this month is Monday, July 13. Uh, They're always at 12 p.m. Eastern time. These are recorded. uh, They're conference call, uh, podcast type of uh, technology. And um, all you have to do is register. Go on my website. Again, it's eileenthehearthealer.com forward slash, um, where would you go, events. Or you can just look at the description of the show tonight. Or any of our shows here on Blog Talk Radio, there is a link to um, register. And all you have to do is register one time and you'll receive um, a link to the replay, which is always available from within two hours of the recording uh, of the call to uh, midnight on the day of the new moon. So um, I invite you to join me. It is a beautiful and powerful clearing process. We use the Ho'oponopono, as well as the clear set energy wellness tools. You don't need to have them in order to benefit from them. And you get to listen to the replay and and use that clearing process as many times as you would like between the time that you receive the replay and midnight on the day of the new moon. So with that said, all right, enough talking for me. Um, RJ, I know you're with me tonight. So where where shall we go for our first caller? Well, good evening. evening. (laughs) Thank you for being here.
0: (laughs) We're going to go to Georgia and
1: speak with a return
2: caller, Kimberly.
1: Ah, wonderful. Okay, thank you, RJ. Kimberly, good evening, honey. (laughs) Welcome. Thank you. Good evening. How can we be of service tonight, sweetie? What's going on with you?
3: Yeah, I just um, desired some insight on the next step in my
1: career. Okay. Tell me where you are at this point. Make it simple for me.
3: Yes. So where I am at this point, um, I resigned from my last uh, position in May, and I've been um, applying to different types of jobs uh, since May.
1: Okay. And please remind me, Kimberly, of your um, career path, your profession. Well, I was,
3: in, I was in education.
4: Right.
1: Okay. You worked with kids, right? Yes. Okay. All right. So let me just kind of sit with this for a second and see what I can bring in for you. We're asking on behalf of Kimberly um, in the beautiful state of Georgia. Uh, for some insight on her next steps for her career. I'm feeling like it's going to take a little bit of time for the right position to come for you, but that you'll have something before the end of summer um, so that you will be starting up again um, in the fall. Um, This is an odd time in the educational industry. It's a very odd time. Um, and so the energy surrounding being involved in it is very chaotic. So it's very, very hard to get clarity on on a person's path moving forward in it. If that makes sense to you? Yes? No?
3: Uh, yes. And it's, it doesn't okay. have, to me right now. I'm looking at career change anyway. So it didn't necessarily have
1: to be in an education anymore. Understood, understood. But it feels like you will be utilizing your educational background and your okay. credential in something that will be available to you by fall. Um, it's it Whether it's in a classroom or not is not the energy of this. It's more a matter of you will utilize all the that you have and apply them to wherever you will be. But it feels like it's going to be something that that you are going to that you're going to be comfortable in. That that's okay. going to it what I like about the energy of it, Kimberly, is that it um, it gives you a sense of satisfaction. You really feel like you're making um that, that you are that you are creating a benefit, that you're making an impact. That that's the words okay. that I think I want to use, that you're making an impact. And this is coming, okay. so be patient. Choose Choose from the heart. Choose intuitively okay. and from the heart. Yeah? Okay? okay. Yes. Yes. Got it. it, it it's definitely coming. And, and I know that you know how to do the Ho'oponopono, so I invite you to just to whatever memories are in me that limit me uh, finding my perfect employment opportunity um, on any and all levels. I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you. Or just I love you or just thank you. And before you fill out an application, you want to do it to whatever whoever the people are in that job, you know. So to whatever memories are in me that limit um, my, my uh, successful application for this position on any and all levels, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you. If you feel intuitively to add that I am to atone for, then do that. Okay? That is. Before you have a conversation with anyone, whether it's a recruiter or someone that's going to be interviewing you, um, you want to say the same thing to whatever memories are in me that limit me in any way for this interview, for this conversation, for this whatever it is, on any and all levels, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, or just I love you, or just thank you, okay?
3: Yes, got it. Thank you very much.
1: You're welcome, honey. And do it as the proactive. Do it every day. You know, whenever you have a thought about it, do it every day. It will help shift the energy.
5: Oh, yeah. It it does. I use it anyway. (laughs) Good.
1: Yeah. Good, good, good. I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful. Happy Independence Day. And thank you so much for calling. I'm grateful that you called. You have a good rest of your night, okay? You too. You're Thank welcome, you Kimberly. Bye-bye. You're welcome, honey. Blessings. Bye-bye now. All right, RJ, where are we off to?
5: Well, we're going a little further south into your neck of the woods and visit with Paula from Florida.
1: Okay. All right. Thank you, RJ. Paula, good evening. All right, let's see here. That went to the Hello. one. Hello. Hello.
4: Paula, can you hear me okay? Yes, and my name is Carla. Wonderful.
1: Welcome, honey. Welcome, welcome. How can we be of service tonight?
4: Um, I was wondering what do you what can you tell me about my career? I am looking for an office. Um, I shut my last office down right before um quarantine in March. Mm-hmm. And I've been looking but nothing has popped up yet. Um and I was just wondering what you see in, and when I do get in my office, do you see it being successful, you know, with this time away of not working?
1: Understood. Understood. Do you feel comfortable letting me know what type of business you're in, Paula? Um,
4: it, you, yes. You, is um,
1: Carla? It, yes. Paula is actually my sister. <laughs> okay. Thank you for mm-hmm. correcting me. Okay. So oh, no, tell no, me what okay. industry you're in. What industry are you in? Uh,
4: I do healing, massage, and a little bit of intuitive um, readings, but mostly of the teaching, the healing, and the massage. I love it.
1: Okay. Wonderful. Okay. Um, So we're going to ask on behalf of Carla, um, what can we share with you about an office? What can we share with you about an office? So, so what's coming up for me is yes, there is a, a, a wonderful space for you. It is, it feels like it is potentially a shared space, but the energy of the sharing is is going to be a comfortable one for you because I know that you have to be very selective um, about who you share any any space with energetically. Um, but I want to say that it has a, it's there's a lot of nature connected to it um, I see a lot of green and I'm not very visual but th- what I'm seeing is a lot of greenery um, trees a lot of um, a lot of healthy natural environment um, whether it's whether it is a budding um, a park of some kind I'm not sure I'm not getting that much of a visual it just feels like a very a naturally balanced and healthy environment for you. And yes, business will will be successful. It, you just have to be patient because this is such a challenging uh, time um, yeah. um, in terms of, um, what is the word I want to say? It In finding a grounding energy that is long lasting. And so we're used to doing things from, from a very grounded foundational structure. And there's not a lot of foundational structure to connect with right now because things are so chaotic. And so when we're aware of that, it makes it, it, makes it easier really um, for us if we don't have an expectation that we will be able to ground the way that we used to. We must, we must do it differently. Does that make sense so far as I'm sharing yes. that? Yes. So, so the way that you do your work is going to change, not just because of health department rules and regulations, but rather the energetic dynamic of touch and working in the matrix of your clients is going to change. It is changed. And so I'm going to really invite you to, to look at this as an exciting new adventure, an exciting new phase in how you are being in service, and, and open up those intuitive antennae and allow yourself to be guided by spirit every step of the way, because, because that's what will ensure your success. Does that all make sense, Carla?
4: Yes, thank you. Do you, by chance, see when I'll be, um, like, getting a new office?
1: Finding the month it? of September is is definitely um, solid. It feels the month of September you'll definitely be in there. The energy before that is a little iffy. Um, but remember... Reading from the records is based on what's happening in the energy today, and the energy is mm-hmm. constantly changing as it relates to availability of spaces and working. Right? Um, I don't invite you to go to people's homes. So hang in there. Oh, no, no. And
4: <laughs> no, I've been doing it too many over 20 years. So
1: no. Right. I would really invite you to offer more readings. Um, you know, connect in with your clients that, that have been your massage clients and let them know that this is a service that perhaps they had not um, taken advantage of and and figure out a way to offer it that it's interesting to them because you know them as clients. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Thank you I so much. That, you're welcome. That might help create a bit more cash flow between now and when you can start doing the the physical work. Okay,
4: great. Thank
1: you. All right. You're welcome, Carla. Take good care. Blessings, honey. Thanks so much for calling in. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. You're welcome. All right, RJ, where are we off to, sweet man?
0: We're going to visit Sacramento and speak with Nathaniel.
1: All right. Nathaniel, good evening, young man. How are you? Good.
2: How are you?
1: I'm good. I'm good. You haven't moved yet. (laughs) What's going on? Can we be of service tonight?
2: Well, I I looked at a place before and they were kind of taking their time. I had to kind of dot my I's and cross my T's with them. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, a place I've been waiting for a year and a half Called and someone died on the third floor, and they have an elevator, so uh, I don't have to worry about stairs and carrying stuff upstairs. Okay. And it's uh, got two four stars, on Yelp, and one five star, and the other place had four one stars. So, um, mm-hmm. um, I guess uh, a man or some somebody in their late eighties passed away. Okay. So I could have. Uh, I was like nineteenth on the list for a two-bedroom and forty something or something—I forget—on the one-bedroom, and somehow I still got through. I still got—I still got the offer to of me. So,
1: that's wonderful, Nathaniel. That's wonderful. just—just uh, uh, really just should you decide to—are you going to take it? Did you decide?
2: Well, I, I have an interview tomorrow, so I have to fill out the applications and I have the cashiers or money orders ready for the deposit or the, okay. um, The, um, I think it's something, 200 for something and then 50 for a credit check and a background okay. check. So I'm still going to, you know, they still, they seem to be very accommodating when the other place okay. really wasn't. And, it uh,
1: feels... It feels like a really good possibility, Nathaniel, that this will work out. And and yeah. I just want to say to you that that if it does, um, make sure that you that you do a lot of wonderful energy clearing to claim the space as yeah. your own.
2: Sage, salt water, that kind of stuff. Yeah.
1: Well, you know what? I think that it, you can just do ceremony. You can do it with sage if you want to, but it's it's really a matter of. Um, of of being grateful for the spirit that lived there, um, being grateful for the space, you know, and all the consciousness that's there, honoring it, but claiming the space as your own.
2: I guess you could just go through it with a crucifix or, you know, anything and just uh, clear it out that way, but uh, maybe a crystal or something, but, uh, you know, anything, you know.
1: And I do like sage. I, I like sage as, as, a, as a cleansing tool. I think that um, if it's good enough for most indigenous cultures, it's good enough for us. Um, but I think that it's very, um, but when, when it's done, it, the best way to do it in ceremony of this kind is I would create some kind of an altar um, that, that is reflective of your spiritual beliefs in the center of the space. So for some people, that might be like the, the living area, might be the cent- central point in, in the entire living space. And put on in that altar um, things that are meaningful to you. Um, have some water, a little bit of water in a cup. Have um, The sages can be uh, part of the earth. You can have a flower, um, uh, have a candle lit. And, and take your sage, open two portals, a front and back portal or two windows, whatever you can do that depending upon the space, since you're up on the third floor and you start at the front door and you, you use the sage in every corner all the way around, including in and out of cabinets and closet space without missing a corner, even into the bathrooms and the shower until you come back to the front door again.
2: Corners, corners, corners. Do you do it with the windows shut to begin with and then open them up afterwards?
1: No, no. You open the portals and you, you make a statement that, that you, you, you release all energy, all presence that is not of you. You claim yeah. this space with love as your own. With gratitude, you release all that was in this space before you. I'll and you basically, it doesn't have to be a lot of, you know, a lot of smoke. You can go a little bit at a time, you know, and just, and white sage is is so much more gentle than other types of sage. Just, you know, use a, a leaf or two at a time in a fireproof bowl. You flame it, you blow it out, and you just work with the smoke. That's all you do. Your portal's open, and then when you're complete, you can also go in, into each with either bells, chimes, or a drum, and that activates the energy as yours. However, I you guess want I to could do that.
2: Potter pan
1: over, and you set as a drum too. <laughs> you can do anything that that is meaningful to you. It doesn't matter what it is. You know, That's you can right. even you can make yeah. you can use your phone and do um, you know get something from YouTube you know, a chiming crystal bowl thing and and have that play in the center of each room until you feel complete um, so that you're basically shifting the energy and claiming it as yours. It's right. fun. You can, you can make this however you want it to be Nathaniel. It's, it's all good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sweet man. We've got other callers in the queue. So I'm going to wish you good luck with your interview tomorrow and, and let us know how things turned out. Okay.
2: All right.
1: Thanks a lot. All right. Blessings, sweet man. Have a good night now. Good night. All right, RJ, where are we off to?
3: We have a first time caller from California, Wendy.
1: All right. Wendy, good evening. Hi. Thank you for
3: taking my call.
1: My joy. My joy. How can we be of service? What's going on? Thank you.
3: I will have my 69th birthday tomorrow and I I work in a call center environment for medical insurance. It's very stressful. However, I've been uh, home since mid-January because I've been quite ill with my back and my shoulder and um, I have incredible amount of documentation to support me, to prove everything like MRI, diagnosis, etc. And Uh, physical therapy notes. Um, My employer is getting, uh, starting to push me that if I, uh, that they want me to return to work and uh, I cannot tolerate uh, typing on the computer and mousing right now due to my disabilities and I'm working on getting better. So my doctor told me that she relies on the information from physical therapy. So I went back to um, a physical therapist that I had seen last year. Her name is Natalie. And I Mm -hmm. find her much more supportive than the one I had. And she put in a lot of very supportive notes. She's going to contact me in about a week. And uh, the issue is um, my employer, the way my employer is interpreting the words that my primary care doctor is using, um, and uh, so when I speak to Natalie and my my physical therapist in about a week, I'm going to let her know that I'm going to my employer is pushing me, and that mm-hmm. I physically cannot go back, and I need them to understand that I cannot keyboard more than 20 minutes at a time due to my disability, and. When Natalie, what's, Wendy, uh, what's the actual
1: question, honey? What's the question?
3: Well, will my primary care doctor use stronger language in the off-work orders to support me so that HR leaves me alone and allows me to continue to be on uh, ADA through the middle of October?
1: Okay, I hear the question now. All right, so just breathe into your heart center for me, if you will, Wendy. Thank you. So we're asking for any and all information on behalf of Wendy to about her primary care physician and whether they will be supportive of her current needs and her physical limitations. Hmm. It feels like this is going to be a little bit more of a struggle, but ultimately you will achieve what you need. Um. If if you are able to work, even if it's 20 minutes at a time and they can support you in doing that with how much of a break in between, but that you're still willing to work, but not to the point that you re-injure or aggravate the underlying challenge. um, It feels like you need to be willing to work. Does that make sense to you?
3: Absolutely. And I'm 100% willing to work. But in this call center position, a call can take five minutes, take right. 90 minutes. So
1: okay. I could be so, suffering
3: if the call goes beyond 20 minutes.
1: Okay. So is there then one of the questions that you consider asking is these are my limitations and I, I am happy to, to work within these limitations, can you help me find a solution that allows me to work, but if a call goes beyond or looks like it's going to go beyond the 20 minutes, is there a way that, that the company can support me so that I can, I can have someone else pick up the call or pick up the case or whatever it is? Now, they may not be able to do that. They may not be able to do that, but they might be able to. Yeah. Right? But you have to ask the question. Yeah. Pardon?
3: Yeah, I understand the logic on that, but uh, they put a lot of focus on the caller's experience. So, um, uh, question, I want to work, but I don't want to be at risk. And I've fallen at home several times since I've been off work. I'm Understood. in a
1: wheelchair right now. Okay. You just have to keep being firm with what it is that you need and and keep you can use the Ho'oponopono if you've not used it before. It's to whatever memories are in me that limit me receiving all the support that I need in order to heal on any and all levels.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Or just, I love you. Or just, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. I will keep you in my heart, Wendy. Just, just keep staying in your heart with it. Don't go into fear from it. Don't go into anger. Don't go into annoyance or irritation. Just keep trusting and knowing that what you need is coming to you. And, and keep asking for what you need. Okay, thank okay. you. I,
3: uh, they, I, I, I very respectfully advise them that per um, ADA, either they are supposed to allow me to continue on my leave or find something else, and they could not find anything else because it's a call center, of course. And mm-hmm. um, so um, now she's, she's putting the words of my doctor under a microscope, So she's being very,
1: um, she's doing her job. She's, she's Mm -hmm. doing her job. Don't, don't attach to it. She's just doing her job with whatever issues come up for you. You know, just don't go into fear, come into your heart and just simply state what you know your truth to be. And hold that space. Just keep Mm -hmm. holding that space. And every time you need to speak to her, it's whatever, whatever limits, a positive outcome in this conversation that I am to atone for. I love you. 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 you. You'd be astounded at how powerful that can be. Yeah. I
3: I clearly told her that I'd love to return to work
1: immediately, but not at risk of further injury to myself. So understood. Um. Understood. And you might want to think, you know, call centers, there may be, that may be the the primary um, position, but there may be other things that need to be done that they Mm -hmm. might need help with that you might be able to do to, to support the team. Okay. Well, then you continue to do that. That's all. I mean, that's the best you can do one step at a time. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome, Wendy. Blessings, honey. Thanks so much for calling. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, RJ, where are we off to?
4: Well, let's take one more call. Let's speak with a return caller, Allison from Arizona.
1: Thank you, Allison. Good evening. Welcome. Hey, how are you? I'm well. Enjoy your show. Oh, thank you, sweetie. How that's very kind of you. How can we support you tonight? What's going on? Well, um,
5: I think that. I uh, was thinking uh, uh, which uh, of the two questions or two areas of my life I am most curious about at this time, and you know the whole lockdown and everything else. It's so difficult to to um, for anyone anyone at all to predict when things will be, you know, back to right. flowing, open, not such normality. So I'm gonna right. um, go with. I guess would be my second question, which is that uh, I I would like to uh, get my own uh, creativity, my own personal creativity um, expression back up and you know, kind of back up and running through this through this lockdown. But mm-hmm. uh, I have a lot of I have a lot of uh, whole lot of history and stories and issues around around that whole process. So um, I'm just wondering if there's anything that um, you might pick up around, uh, just you know, maybe supporting myself a bit better in in this. It's kind of like, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, like trying open, trying open a rusted door. You know, that's been shut for too long. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: just bar, just know? just go. Uh, and connect in with the energy of that, would you? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't I, know if that, I that feels really, like I anything that to... I'd want to do. <laughs>
4: that's what it feels like, though, let me tell you.
1: <laughs> well, well, so so perhaps the way that you are being in it is part of what would be helpful to shift first. I'm sorry, well, if if I didn't touch okay. the beginning of that. What, uh-huh. Okay, I, I so what, what I it, said, but, okay. that's Okay. What I'm saying is that what I consider is the way that you are being in this, shifting that first. Because if you have a knowing and a desire that expanding your connection, your conscious connection to your creativity is a need that you have, that it's a want that you have, a a desire, shall we say, but that, mm-hmm. that there's baggage around it, right?
4: Mm-hmm. Then,
1: yes. then you want to clear the baggage first, because otherwise, why would you want to do something that requires prying open a rusted door with a lever? It doesn't sound like anything that's joyful, right? It so if it's is, not joyful, it, 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 why are we doing it, this?
5: Because because you know that when you get that door open, or when you get that that I'm kind of having, I'm kind of having a visual right now of like a of a sunken ship. Mm-hmm. You know, those they sit at the bottom of the ocean for mm-hmm. you know sometimes or more, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they have divers go down there and they try open, you know, mm-hmm. doors and uh, right. great great beauty and, and discoveries lie behind that door,
1: and okay. even okay. stories.
5: Even stories that are from history. I'm just. It doesn't have to be that Titanic, but that's the one that most people know.
1: You know. I hear that, you. So uh, let's do this. Like that. Okay, Allison. Let's do this. Let's do this. What I'm going to invite you to consider doing, because I do believe that your creativity is a very core dynamic that's necessary for you, and and it's something that's connected to every part of you. <laughs> and opening it back up again opens up your heart mm-hmm. in a very different yeah. way with you. And, it does. and so, it does. and so really that's the issue. That's why I say to you, it's not about the creativity or the art, it's you connecting to you. So mm-hmm. think of, think of one aspect of your artistic creativity that mm-hmm. you loved doing and, mm-hmm. and do, and do that. So, for example, if drawing was something that you like to do, but what you were doing were big murals, don't do the murals. You know, just start with a drawing with no expectation, just just to kind of be in the energy of the smell of the paper, the smell mm-hmm. of whatever uh, tool, whether it's charcoal mm-hmm. or or pencils or whatever it is that you like to work with. They all have a, a smell to them, you know, an, an energy mm-hmm. to them. Yeah. Yeah. And start with that. Mm-hmm. And before you even begin it, I would invite you to breathe into and out of your heart center. Mm-hmm. And call it all that you hold sacred and holy. Mm-hmm. Just, just to be in that space with yourself. And mm-hmm. then begin it. Do it like, um, you know the book, uh, the journaling, um, The Artist's Way? Yes. You know, if you've done that before, yeah. maybe bring that out yeah. And, and, yeah. and do the process over again. Just start it from the beginning yeah. with the basics. Yeah. And yeah. see about opening up that door, not with a lever, but just so gently, a gentle opening of it, because it will, it mm-hmm. will easily open for you as you mm-hmm. are willing to be in it. Mm-hmm. And, you can, and you can use the Ho'oponopono and the statement that you can make is, if it speaks to you, is to whatever mm-hmm. memories are in me that, that are limiting me and my connection to my creativity. Okay. You can change the language of that however you want to on any and mm-hmm. all levels that I am to atone for. I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, Thank you, or just I love you repeatedly mm-hmm. or just thank you repeatedly, mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. yeah,
5: well, I will tell you that uh I understand what everything you're saying, and this gave me a great being able to articulate that vision actually sort of almost answered the. <laughs> it was actually kind of helpful. I had no idea what, what, what the words were going to be, but once the vision? Isn't that history, fun? Of, I it, know. It's, it's, Isn't... it's like, there's your answer right there, because as soon as, exactly. as, soon as uh, I can visualize and articulate, they're so they're completely like, you know, it's like a, a story with words, you know, picture, like pictures with words. You I mean, if you can articulate, therein lies the answer. So it was actually great, kind of talking to, you, because it gave me that opportunity
1: to articulate I'm the very question grateful. that I had,
5: hadn't really hadn't really articulated in my mind. Just
1: Good for you. That. Good so for you. My great. my joy to be the sounding board. My joy.
5: Yeah. <laughs> I go Have fun far, with it. An, how about just an instrument? How about
1: that? <laughs> well, however it is, um, that's one of the one of the benefits of reading is that. It offers clarity. Right. Absolutely. That's really one of the most wonderful benefits of readings yeah. is right. is that. And and the knowing that you always knew what it was, didn't always trust what you knew. Yep.
5: All righty. Thank you so much.
1: You're very Good welcome,
5: wonderful. Allison.
1: Uh, Have a wonderful rest of your night, honey. Yeah, Blessing. You too. Okay, God bless. Thank you. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. All right, RJ. You with I, me, sweet man?
4: I, I, I am. <laughs> What's going on? You're laughing. Well, it's, uh, I
1: can't believe it's been an hour and 15 minutes already. Oh, my God. It really has been, hasn't it? Woo. Time flies when you're having a good time. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm very grateful that you were here with me tonight. Um, happy Independence Weekend. Happy Fourth of July and our our country's birthday and all that. I know that that's important to you. Um, many in your family have served as you, and I'm, I'm grateful for that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, well, thank you. you. All right. All right. So we'll hopefully see you here next week. All right. Good night. Thank you, RJ. All right, RJ. Okay, so um, we're going to close out the show um, the way we usually do, and that's with um, a conscious heart connection, uh, a rapid one, <laughs> because we are so over our time here tonight. But it's been my joy to be here with all of you and, and have RJ here to, to welcome each of you onto the show and for you to all feel welcomed here. We, we love what we do. We, we love being here with all of you, and it is truly my joy. So remember, um, if Ho'oponopono speaks to you and you would like to learn how to utilize it in your own life and be empowered by its benefits, reach out to me through my website. Uh, check out my hourly rate. It would be an hour's time. I will turn no one away for an inability to pay my rate. I'll work out something with you. um, So, so plan for that. You can go to my website at Eileen, I-L-E-N-E the heart healer.com forward slash store or contact uh, to be in touch with me. Also um, on, on the description of the show is the link to register for our monthly new moon clearing process. That's coming up this month on Monday, July 13. If you have registered previously, you need not do it again, but if you've not joined us, it's on a different day each month because it follows the lunar cycle, which is why I really invite everyone to register um, so that you can receive reminders, and, um, and you will receive a link to the replay, which is available to do the clearing process as many times as you would like from the day of the call to the day of the new moon at midnight. Um, It is a very powerful clearing process that also incorporates the use of Ho'oponopono. So I do invite you to consider taking full advantage of this complimentary offer that that I gift from my heart. All right. So let's take just a couple of moments because I want you to see how simple this is and just Stop whatever you're doing as long as you're not driving or operating heavy machinery. Close your eyes. Make sure your ankles and knees are uncrossed. Hands are open and uncrossed at the, at the wrist or the um, elbow. Just kind of lay your hands on your lap or next to your legs and breathe. Relax your belly muscles, not a time to hold your stomach in, just relax it. And as you breathe, imagine your breath goes into the heart center, that beautiful energy center in the middle of your chest, and comes out the heart center. Breathing in through the heart and out from the heart center. That breath goes all the way to the back of your chest and then back out the front again. Now, as you imagine your breath going into and out of your heart center, imagine a bubble of love light all around you. You get to pick the color. So that now as you breathe into and out of your heart center, you can see or sense. scent. Breathing in love and breathing out that light of love. There's a never ending supply of it, you never run out of it. And just keep breathing. And just notice how it feels when your breath is focused on your heart center. And if you get distracted by something, that's okay. Just complete the thought or the idea or the, the image in your mind and then come back to breathing into and out of your heart center. And Just notice how that feels. Do You feel a little bit more relaxed. Some people actually feel a little tingling sensation in their heart center. It's a good thing. The more you do this, the more your heart rate will slow, blood pressure come down, the resistance in your blood vessels relaxing. Therefore, the rest of you relaxes right along with it. And as you do this, breathing into and out of your heart center, it raises your vibration for all. Since we're all connected, every time you breathe into and out of your heart center, you're sharing love with me. And I'm doing the same with you and with everyone else on this planet. Indeed, with the planet herself. Because each time you breathe into and out of your heart center, keep breathing. A wave of love light flows from you in all directions. It goes down to the center of the earth quite effortlessly. And once it reaches the center of the earth, it starts expanding all within the earth. A gift of love to her for all that she does to support us, our blessed mother earth. And it keeps expanding and is a gift of love to everyone who dwells upon the earth. That's you and me, all of us. Imagine everyone throughout the planet having love surround them because you are breathing into and out of your heart center. Such a gift. We really can be very powerful just being a living presence. And it can have an impact on everyone and everything. And that wave of love just keeps on expanding into our atmosphere and beyond. Out into the universe, a gift of love to all that exists. Back to the beginning of where we all emanate from. The the source of all that is. To me, I think of it as the one heart of love. You can call it by whatever name speaks to you. It is where all of us have originated from. And what we know is that what we send out, which is why it's so important to be conscious of our words, our feelings, our thoughts, our actions, what we send out comes back to us multiplied. all that love that you just gifted from your heart. Now imagine it all coming back to you and even more of it and breathe it in. And see every cell in your body from head to toe, from deep within your organs, including all of your skin, so that you are brilliantly filled and surrounded by the light of love that you are, your essence, your soul essence. And the more you do this, the higher your vibration stays, the healthier you are, the more joy you experience. And you can even do the Ho'oponopono as part of it, where as you breathe into and out of your heart center, you just simply say, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you. Or just repeat, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Or thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Divine Creator God, thank you. Powerful words, powerful breath. You are so powerful in your presence of love. And for this, I say thank you. And I love you. Take one more nice, deep, slow breath. And release it. Good. You can add this heart breath to anything that you normally do, any type of meditation, prayer work, yoga, anything that you do that helps you to connect. You can do it while you do art you know, creative things, just enhances everything. All right. Thank you all so much for joining me tonight. Thank you, RJ, again, for being our fabulous producer and keeping everyone feeling welcomed as they wait in the queue. It has been my joy to share this time with you tonight. I wish you a fabulous week, and I look forward to sharing time with you again. Sunday at 7 o'clock Eastern Time. Until then, know that you are blessed. I send you off with blessings of much love and gratitude and wish you a good night. I am Eileen the Heart Healer. Good night, everybody.
0: to financial abundance, to joy-filled service, your journey can begin with Live with Eileen Gottlieb, Sunday night at 7 Eastern on the Heart Healer Radio Network.